Hey friend, welcome to the Restore Mind podcast, where we are going to be talking about various life topics surrounding mindset transformation. Imagine what it will look like to have peace in your life, despite what the world is telling you. Hi, my name is Caroline, a wife, mom of three, and makeup turned fitness enthusiast. I am here to help you build a strong mindset that will propel you forward into a life of peace and joy. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Well, my friend, there is freedom waiting for you. So if you are ready to build a 2.0 version of yourself, then this podcast is for you. So grab your water or whatever you like to drink, throw on your walking shoes, and let's get going because it's always 4.13. Hello and welcome to the Restore Mind podcast. My name is Caroline and I'm so happy that you're here today, my friend. I say this every week, but I can't believe we're just a few days away from the weekend. I don't really have anything planned, but whatever you plan on doing this weekend, I hope that it's relaxing and fun for you. I can't believe also that we are now in spring. I'm just waiting for warmer weather. It's like still spring winter where I'm at. Anyway, how have you been this week? I hope that you have genuinely been well. I was reflecting on some of the things that's happened in the past, and it was just a reflection of my journey, honestly, from the beginning of when things started taking a turn for the better. But in that time frame, I thought it was taking a turn for the worse. Funny how that works out, right? And so it made me want to ask the question, is there anything that is heavy on your heart or your mind this week? Are the words let go hard for you to do and the word trust harder for you to live into? I don't know about you, but when I think about letting something go, it can be hard because it usually comes with a lot of things attached. And one of the biggest things for me was an emotion that is attached to the thing that I'm struggling to let go, which is then making me more hesitant to trust right? Because we want to be in control. We want to control the outcome as best as we can. And sometimes we think that we know what's best for ourselves. Today's topic is going to be about surrender. What does it mean to surrender and how do we do that? I've struggled with this for a long time. And when I finally lived into the act of surrendering something that I really wanted to work, it changed my life. I'm so excited and pumped to talk to you guys about today. I want to set the groundwork for what surrendering is. In my own definition, it means to completely give up your desires and the want to be in control. But Oxford Languages defines surrender as ceasing resistance to an enemy or opponent and submit to their authority. Surrender is an action word, so we get to choose whether or not we want to resist someone or whether or not we submit to someone's authority. But how about we take this definition and put it in a faith lens? Instead of looking at God as the enemy or the opponent, how about we look at God as God, submitting to his authority and his will? See, most of us don't like authority because we want to make the decisions and have control. We want to be the ones that are right. We like being right. I know I do. (laughs) I love being right. And 
I love doing things my own way, just as I'm sure you like to do things your own way. But does all of this sound like something you can relate to? Because I know that I struggled with this, and there are days where I still struggle with that. So here at the Restore Mind podcast, we don't hide anything. It's a very transparent podcast. I share my struggles, my wins, and what I still struggle with today. But the heart of this podcast is to share with you the lessons that I have learned and still continue to grow in because the work is never finished. It's never complete. We are always growing and learning in different ways. We get put in different situations that make us grow differently. But then when we are better equipped, we end up attacking a similar situation in a very different manner. So while I may not have such a hard time surrendering certain things, I still can struggle with surrendering. And it doesn't have to be with anything big. It could be something as simple as surrendering my day over to the Lord. So I hope that makes sense. Anyway, I'm going to get off this tangent now. <laughs> We're going to get back into the actual message of today's episode. So what does it mean to surrender? I had no idea what that meant. And I was brought back to Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 6. It says, trust the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. See, most of the time we rely on our own understanding of a situation before taking action, right? We want to weigh the risk rewards of what is it that we are giving up for what is to be gained. But when we're talking spiritually, we have to come back to this first regularly. At least I encourage you to come back to this first regularly because we don't always know what is best for us. We think that we can rely on our own understanding. But our own understanding and even our own selfishness can be what makes us biased and skews our perspective into surrendering or giving over to God what actually belongs to him in the first place. So my question is, what are you needing to surrender that you find challenging? Is it your finances? Is it how you parent? Is it your health, your marriage? Maybe it's your emotions. You want to surrender your emotions over to God so that you can learn how to gain better control of your emotions, whether it be acting out in frustration or anger. Are you having trouble surrendering your dreams or your goals over to God? And I want to clarify that. I do believe personally that all of us have multiple things that we struggle with surrendering on a daily. But I do believe that in every season of our life, there's one in particular that stands out the most. And for me, what that looked like was surrendering my beauty page. So a little bit of a background information on me. I used to have a beauty page on Instagram where the content was relating to makeup and really all things beauty. I had that account since 2016 all the way up until around 2020. And it meant a lot to me because there was so much work that was put into it. And when I was called to let it go, shortly after I had my miscarriage, I was struggling with it because I had already established myself somewhat with some brands. And so I was afraid to let that hard work go. Also, I didn't know what else to do because that's what I had identified myself in. But if I'm being completely honest, now when I look back on my journey as a beauty content creator, it took so much work. 
And I can commend the ladies or the guys that do that kind of work. But for me personally, it didn't align with the reality that I was living in. I was also afraid that I would disappoint the people that supported me the most, especially my husband, because he's my number one supporter. And I love him so much for that. I didn't want to let him down. And that's really what I struggled with. If you look back on my Instagram page and you scroll down far enough, you'll see that I created beauty content. And there's going to be a season where I start to mix fitness and beauty together. And that was the season where I had a shift in my mindset and in my heart that maybe it was time for me to let it go. But the mindset that I had was not allowing me to because I didn't know what was on the other side of that. It's hard and it's scary. But when I fully surrendered these things over to God, it allowed more room for God to move in places I never would have otherwise saw for myself. I do feel like God allows us to go through hard things in life. The struggle of trying to figure out if we really want to surrender our goals, our dreams, our marriage, our finances, anything that we feel like we need to surrender over. He allows us to struggle through that so that we can be forged in that fire. It truly is the battle of the flesh, wanting more but unsure of what's happening or what could happen on the other side. It also serves as a humble reminder that we need him. Here at the Restored Mind Podcast, you guys know that I'm very open and transparent about my faith journey and where I am flawed. I truly feel like that is my most genuine self, is to be open and honest about the things that I have worked through and am still currently working on. You see, where I was at with this three years ago is not the same place where I am now, three years later. I hope that makes sense. So three years ago, I really struggled with letting go of the beauty content that I created on Instagram. The surrendering aspect of that was really hard for me to grasp and understand. But through that and the lessons I've learned, it's equipped me for something that could be happening in the future. But I won't be in that place anymore where I'm struggling because I've been better equipped. And I might run into another challenge where I find it really hard to grasp or to understand. And I have to trust that God's got me. And when I come out of that trial, then I'll be even more equipped for something that's to come in the future. But in order to have these breakthroughs, we have to be willing to go through the hard things. We have to be humble and understand that in our weakness, we find strength in God. It also allows this time to build trust in him, right? And that leads me to my next point. So how do we surrender? What, what is it going to cost us? What does it require of us? I truly feel like it requires trust first and foremost. Right, Because we like to move and operate on a be-in-the-know kind of a mindset. A lot of us do. We have to be in the know. What is the outcome? Remember I talked about how we gauge our risk and reward? So we like to move in that way. We want to know if we give something up, what are we getting back in return? In your faith journey and in my faith journey, I truly feel like it's not always like that. There are times where you just have to trust and then see what the outcome is. And that can be scary. The reason why it was scary for me to build trust, and I think that you might be able to relate to this too, is because when we lack trust in something, it's because we lack relational capital in a person. It can be scary. So it takes time to build trust. And to build trust, you have to establish a relationship. And it also requires you to pour into the relationship that you want to grow in. This requires time. 
It requires your time. Love is time consuming. Out of that, you gain trust. And I'm going to speak on that in just a little bit. But when we do have trust in God, we have to believe that God will do what he says he will do, even when we think or feel like this thing is impossible. We tend to put God in a confined box or give him limits because we ourselves have boundaries and we set boundaries for what we think is best for us. So because we naturally set boundaries for ourselves and God set boundaries on us, we tend to put boundaries on him. But the truth is that God is much bigger than us. He's greater than we are, meaning he is not limited to what we are limited to. God gives us boundaries because he has expectations for us in order for us to live an eternal life in heaven with him, which he created. See, this is his world, his universe, his creation. Yielding to his will and not ours. That's hard to do. Submitting, surrendering to his will and not ours. That's hard to do, right? Submitting, surrendering to his will and not ours. Even the tiniest amount of faith in him can blossom into something beautiful. One of my favorite Bible verses comes from Matthew 17, 20, where it talks about the faith of a mustard seed. Jesus says, I tell you the truth. If you had faith of a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. I love this verse so much that I wear a necklace I received for my birthday years ago, and it is literally of a tiny mustard seed that's encapsulated. And you can't really see it because it blends in with my skin tone, but I love it so much because it is such a great daily reminder. The only time I don't wear it is when I'm working out because I don't like to have jewelry on. But other than that, I have that necklace on and I make sure to bring it with me because I love it so much. I love the meaning behind the mustard seed. The tiniest amount of faith that you have can move mountains. Jesus says nothing would be impossible. And he's not talking about literal mountains, but even if he was, that's fantastic also. But I believe he's talking about mountains of struggles, our internal struggles. He knew that we would have struggles here on earth. In the times of our struggles, we have to remember his faithfulness. Think about the times God has shown up in your life. And it can be hard to do when we only look at the negatives. It's hard to find the good when we're so focused on just the negative things. But when we have true joy, we find the good even when things are not in the best shape. In my fitness journey when I started, it was hard for me to see the good in all the work that I had done because I was so focused on the fact that I hadn't lost any weight or physically my body hadn't changed. But in order to find the good, we must practice gratitude. When I started finding small things to be thankful for, this is when my mindset started shifting. I noticed that there were inner changes happening before I ever even saw any physical changes and it empowered me to keep going because I saw and I was witnessing how much stronger I was becoming with each passing week. And I'm just using fitness as an example, but it could fit into any scenario of your life. When you start to practice gratitude, then you start to find small things to be thankful for, which eventually lead to bigger wins. What comes to your mind when you think about God's faithfulness and how he's rescued you in the past or even now? Because when I think about that, it makes me wonder how I could have ever doubted him. 
see, there was a time where Kong and I were newlyweds. We were probably a year into our marriage and we ran into some hard times and financially we were struggling. I remember specifically there was a time where we didn't know how we were going to make our groceries last us a week. And we also had to go grocery shopping for the week as well. So we pulled out a little bit of cash and we went to the grocery store to make purchases. And we were very conscientious of how much something was because we just knew that our financial situation was not the best. So we're checking out of the grocery store. And I remember standing there wondering how we were going to get ourselves through the week. Because I knew that what we purchased was not going to last us, but maybe one or two days. And when I was making dinner and I set the table for my husband and I, I realized that the food that we purchased somehow just multiplied. And it ended up lasting us an entire week. I can never forget that moment because I feel like that was God showing up. There was no way that the dinner that I made that night would have lasted us, but for some reason it did. And we had healthy portions. It wasn't like we were rationing out our meals either. And for me, that's one of the stories that comes to mind when I think about God's faithfulness and how he's rescued us. I remember we went to sleep that night thanking God for his faithfulness. And I can't explain what happened, but it wasn't us. We did not do anything. It was just God showing up for us. And in that moment, I told myself there's no way I could ever doubt him after this. See, when life is easy, we love to praise him because of what he does. But what does your heart and what does your mind say when things are rough? I said earlier that God allows us these trials in our lives to humble us. I truly do because it breaks us in the best way possible. He wants to break off what isn't good and form us into something that is better. Think about someone who is trying to create a statue of something. They chisel off pieces of stone in order to create something magnificent. And I feel like that's what God is doing when he allows us to go into these trials. It doesn't mean that God doesn't want us to have things because he knows who you are. He knows who I am. He knows our passion and the struggles that we go through. He wants to provide these things for us, but are we willing to give it to him first? Are we willing to surrender the things that we want and hand it over to him first so that he can multiply our dreams, our goals, he can multiply our marriage, our finances, whatever it is that you need to surrender. In Ephesians 3.20, it says, Now to him who can do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. I love that verse. I lived into that verse. I've seen it multiple times throughout my life. And I'm sure that you'd be able to find it too if you looked at how God has been faithful in your life. When you surrender things to him, he multiplies and gives you so much more than you could have ever imagined. Had I never surrendered my beauty content, I would not be where I'm at today. God multiplies. I never imagined myself doing the things that I'm doing today. And it wasn't until I surrendered where the weight of all of the things that I didn't like about my beauty page, the content that I was creating, the struggles that I was going through, all of that was lifted off my shoulder. And yes, the Restore Mind podcast, it does require work. My fitness journey, it still requires work. It requires me to physically do things, to keep myself accountable for the daily routine that I have in order to meet goals. For my faith journey to grow, 
I have to be accountable and show up in prayer, in devotionals, plugging myself in small groups, keeping myself accountable. When we surrender, we gain so much more than we could have ever imagined was possible. And I'm speaking from experience. And I know that if you looked hard enough into your life and you see where God's faithfulness was in your life, in a time where you surrendered something, you're going to see that whatever you surrendered came back and multiplied, even if it was not even how you imagined it. I thought that if I surrendered beauty to God, that I was going to get into more beauty. I was completely wrong. I got into fitness. I started realizing that it wasn't just about my physical looks. It was how I was doing on the inside, how well I was healing, my mental state of mind, my spiritual journey. That matters so much more than what my outwardly appearance looks like. And yeah, the side effect of working out is that I am going to gain muscle. I may lose weight. I am going to be healthier. But all that aside, there's so much more to be gained. And I love it. I've been loving this journey so far. When we surrender, we gain so much more than we could have ever imagined. That doesn't mean that we get an easy pass to get everything that we want. It's not an excuse for that. And it doesn't mean that we get a happily ever after story where nothing is going to harm us again. That's not the case at all. Because you, because you are going to have more trials and tribulations in the future. And you may not get everything that you want. But it is filled with joy. Contentment in knowing that you will be provided for according to his will. So trust that God's going to do what he says he's going to do. Is it your will or his will? Think about all the times he's been faithful to you and shown up in your life, even when you didn't really know what was going to happen. The faith of a mustard seed can move mountains. So my friend, what do you need to surrender today? I know it's hard because we want to know what's on the other side. And sometimes that's not always the case for us. And it can be hard to trust because we don't have a lot of relational capital with God. But even Jesus says in Matthew 17, 20, that if you have a faith of a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. I know it's hard. It's not always easy. But my friend, you can do hard things. Hey, thank you for listening. If this episode has spoken life into you or your mindset transformation journey, please share it with a friend. The growth of this podcast is possible through you. So thank you for your support and for being a part of the family. I look forward to talking to you again next week here on the Restored Mind podcast.